know everybody been waiting on that, baby. Yeah. I mean, it like Harrison, baby, on baby drop, man. Like, since baby, you know, oh, ain't nobody jump shit. Let's go. And welcome back for the second pod this week. Like I said, I, I was off my game there that month or so and really looking to ramp up the content train as we hit the playoffs. And I feel like my next guest is someone who I feel like half the league really wants to hear from and the other half is sick to their stomach, which makes you pretty much a perfect guest. So welcome, Connor Spears. How you doing? Of course, of course. I am. Uh, I mean, your name has been on the lips of a lot of owners for a lot of reasons for the past couple of weeks. So I feel like you know this is the time. This is why the pod exists. Like let people let people speak their truth. You know. Yeah, let me get. I got a lot to get off my chest here in the next, you know, forty-five minutes to an hour or so. So I'm excited to dive into it with yeah. Yeah, me too, my man. Me too. But before we get into the exciting fantasy stuff, how's how's life been for you? Right, and you will be in the Columbus. You're, you're coming. Your rotation's almost done here in Columbus, right? You're gonna have some time off. Yeah, I'm gonna have about a month off here from December 11th to January 11th. Nice. And I'll be back in Huntington to finish out um, the rest of pharmacy school and graduation late April. Wow, incredible! And COVID can't stop it, right? You're, you're, nothing can get in the way of that. Well, great. And will you be in Bellbrook from December 11th till January 11th? I'll still, uh, I'll be bouncing back from Columbus to Bellbrook, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's great to hear, my man. Uh, so how is the rotation going? Any any uh, tales from the pharmacy world you think are interesting? Any any tidbits? Uh, not too much. I mean, there's like a COVID vaccine that's, you know, in the works. Um, speaking of vaccines, this is my get their flu shots i feel it is my duty to say so uh eric came in yesterday got his flu shot from me so great job rick if you find, if you find yourself in the columbus area come to crosby's drugs on north high street love that and did you administer the uh flu shot oh yeah wow yeah, I do. man incredible incredible work so uh so then spears it sounds like then though that you will need the well, is it two flu shots? So you have the flu shot for like the the stair- the prototypical one you have during the winter, and then the COVID one would be the second flu shot. Is that is that what you imagine this playing out like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the COVID vaccine will be a separate vaccine. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be a two shot series, but the way the CDC is rolling out, like the their pri- the way they're prioritizing it, people under fifty are gonna be like down the chain so gotcha people at risk first and old people are going to get the vaccine first gotcha okay well there you go well everyone go get your flu shot i got the flu shot last year uh it's also a good Uh, i'll get it this year too i uh i haven't scheduled it yet but it's a good way to just schedule an hour off work i found you know if you just want to or it's like it's a nice little like i found like schedule it for thursday at like 3 30 and then just kind of take the rest of the afternoon off 
and no one's gonna yell at you about a flu shot, especially this year. Uh, yeah. A lot of companies also give you bonuses for getting it. So. Ooh, not my company, but damn, I wish I worked for one that did. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Well, cool. Well, thank you for the plug, Spears. Uh, anything else before we get into uh, uh, the real, uh, I guess, entree of this of this pod? I am too. Then let's get into it. Um, so I, I feel like I have a duty as the podcast host here to at least give you some time to talk about uh, Burrow and the in the Bengals here. Uh, got to be excited with the start from Burrow. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got a gamer for sure. I'm glad we finally. It feels nice uh, to know you're in good hands with your future, the franchise. But we got to get the guy some help. Yeah before we can really like, take a step forward. Yeah, I mean, I I got to say, watching it, uh, watching Burrow, and, you know, I first off, just in general, the NFL rookie quarterbacks, I mean, Herbert and Burrow and perhaps Tua, too. Like, I mean, I, I just, I can't remember the hit rate for rookie quarterbacks ever being so high that it is this year, right? Yeah. kind of throw their their rookie quarterbacks to the Lions. I think. I like know. The, I think the thought process previously was like let them learn and grow under a veteran quarterback, and, and, and but now they're just kind of letting them learn on the job. So yeah, and Burrow certainly has done a. I mean, I I feel like it's so with quarterbacks like they it's so easy to tell early on. Like you know, like for example. Darnold does not look anywhere near as good as Burrow does. Now, obviously, Darnold's under the dictatorship of Adam Gase, who's a total uh, inept coach. But I, I just I feel that the the poise and the command that Burrow has is is really astounding. It is a rookie, you know. Yeah, I think he really took a hold of the offense. I think he's I think he's got everyone's respect and. Um... You know, that's that's something to say in and of itself for a rookie quarterback. So true. To go out there and, and take the reins like he has. So yeah, I'm excited I, to see what's, gonna, what's to come. We got the Steelers this week. Oh man, what a game! That I mean, are you? What do you? What do you hope to see out of the Steelers? You have to be a little nervous. I mean, the Steelers are. I mean, obviously undefeated, and I mean that that's a scary team to be lining up against on the other side of Burrow. You know. I do too. How sweet would it be to give the Steelers their first loss of the season? I mean, that's a season maker. I mean, that is a... That is just like... Oh, that's, that would be so wonderful. I mean, that's their, like, a Super Bowl. I mean, that's like the Bengals Super Bowl if they if they gave the Steelers their first loss. Yeah, I think that's definitely, like, the, the, the cherry on top or the stamp, the bow on the top of the season. So. Yeah, is it in Cincy or is it in Pittsburgh, do you know? I mean, even in COVID times, Burrow going into Hines Field and winning one on the road. Oh, I mean, that's that's just a remarkable move by by. I mean, yeah, that's like one of those like legend in the making things. I'm looking it up right now. It looks like they, yep, they're in Pittsburgh, baby, in Hines yeah. Field. Limited in person attendance. So 
I mean, I gotta say, this this feels like a classic Steelers blow it game. I gotta say that like it, they uh, they I just feel like there's no. I mean, everyone knows the Steelers aren't gonna go sixteen and zero. And I feel like the Steelers are going to drop a game to a team they should beat. Like, I always feel like they sh- like they're not going to lo- I feel like against the Ravens, they have the Ravens number. Uh, but I just feel like the... What? It almost happened last week against Dallas. Yeah. And, I mean, Dallas is a carcass at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if Dallas was hanging with them, so I think that we could do the same. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think that... I think the, Joe, Joe Burrow has been... Bill Simmons calls them Joey covers. Uh, so I would expect I would expect Joe Joe Burrow and this Bengals to at least cover on the spread here. But uh, it'll be a hell of a game. A hell yeah, of a game. I think keys to the game. Uh, keep Burrow upright. Yes. And establish some sort of run game so we don't just have that scary Steelers defense blitzing Burrow to hell. So. Yeah. I mean, because if, if the Steelers can just pin their ears back it and, and go at the quarterback all day, that's... That's not only is it bad, it's just in, for the Bengals offensively, it's also just puts Burrow's health at even more risk, you know? Yeah. He's our crown jewel. we got to keep him safe. Yeah. Is there any other Bengals, any any other tidbits you've noticed from the squad? Mixon, Boyd, T. Higgins, anything that's that's perking your interest? or? Uh, well, something that's sad is, is AJ. No yeah. No really be relevant. No. It seems like him and Burrow are uh, on the same page. Tyler yep. Boyd's coming into Tyler Boyd's was good last season. He's good again this season. So we got some nice little pieces. Joe Mixon when he's healthy. Yep. Nice. Gio Bernard still is an excellent like third down back too. Uh, they've got a lot of pieces. I mean, the, the Bengals. You know, they're gonna have to totally renovate the offensive line. But I feel like Zach Taylor in the Bengals. What I'm saying is that if if I if I, if you're like, hey, you can root for the Bears or you can root for the Bengals for the next three years, I would much rather root for the Bengals. I feel like their future is far more promising. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to be in this spot and have some hope. It is. It is, and and it's just like it's, and that's what I was thinking too. It's it's just nice when you have your guy. Like Burrow's gonna be in your life for the next ten to fifteen years. That's just fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's fun he's an Ohio guy, too. You know? Also fun. Yep. Uh, and it's just like, and, and now, as, a, as opposed to the Bears, who just, you know, we're, we're going to be really back to the drawing board for at least two to three years here, you know, because we're not going to get a number one draft pick this. We're not going to get, like, a top ten draft pick this year, so we're going to kind of be, like, either taking bottom of the barrel prospect or we're just going to kind of yeah. roll the dice in free agency. There's just... Unless you move some pieces. Yeah. yeah, and no one's going to be trading out because everyone's going to be, yeah. So, who knows, man? It's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. that the And, you know, the AFC North is now going to be a very, I mean, next year it's going to be an incredibly competitive division. Might might yeah. be the most competitive division of football next year. You know? I, was about to, I was about to say the same. I mean, I don't think the Browns are going away. Um, obviously, the Steelers will always be there and the Raiders. I mean, all four of those squ- I mean, I feel like they'll be the new... Uh, NFC West, you know, so uh, it'll be fun for years to come. Uh, and, well. and speaking of the NFC West, is as, as a segue here, your team, Spears, Kyler Murray. Well, let's just start there. We'll, we'll... Wow. Start this? 
I mean, we might as well. Like, let's get into it. I uh, There's no reason to beat around the bush here. We can at least start with uh, Kyler Murray, at, at least on just we'll, we'll just give you that as just a little uh, a little just like appetizer before we get into the whole thing. Yeah, just some, some calamari. Yeah, sure. Some edamame, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, he's real nice. He- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he, he's running way more than he did last year. Even. Way more. So I just love the way he runs around. He's like, you just don't believe he's moving that fast because his legs aren't like, his legs are just like running in little circles. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, I was on the pot. I, I watched Kyler all last year. I am philosophically opposed to drafting a quarterback in the first five rounds. But man, I, uh, I love Kyler to death. And I had to get him. I had to have him. I had him last year. I picked him up on the waiver wire. He is a delight, man. And he's he, he. I was on the pod saying how much I like his game, and pretty much everything I liked about his game has been amplified by ten this year. His he still has a helmet that's slightly too big. He still runs. He's still like his legs just move so fast, and he's just so agile. And man, I mean, it is just like. It, it looks like backyard football where you have, like, the one kid who's just more athletic than everyone else but doing it in the NFL, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like when you're playing FIFA, it seems like all the other players uh, are button-mashing the sprint button, but he's moving at the same speed, but he can make those quick little cuts in every direction. Yes, and I think that's... Well, his momentum doesn't carry him too far, you know? Yeah, that is such a good point. And that's why I think he's such an interesting... Like, Lamar was also a ton of fun, too. And we're, we're nitpicking here. But for my money, i much rather have the Kyler Murray scrambler. Because like you said, he's so agile. Like, it literally feels like he can go 360 degrees in any direction at any time, at any speed. It's like, it's just exactly. like... It's so much fun. Like, Lamar was much more like, one move and I'm gone. Whereas Kyler, like... Well, it's just, he's just like so laterally moving around. It's just a real, it doesn't look like it should work, but goddamn does, does it, you know? Yeah, it looks like he's almost tiptoeing. Yes, yeah, that's exact. I completely agree. That's a, that's a good description of it. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's super fun to watch. I'm, I'm happy that panned out. I know last year I took Aaron Rodgers early, and I could never decide when to start him, so it's really nice to just have a guy that week in and week out, he's there. Yeah, and and it has to be said too. I I think that it, you know I, I every year I feel like especially with the way the NFL is going. I mean the NFL just has a lot of scrambling quarterbacks now. I mean it's like you know you have Kyler, you have Russell, you have Deshaun, you have Lamar, and then you have your like kind of quasi athletic guys. You have like your Herberts, your Burrows. Um, the guys that like can pick up seven yards on a third down, you know, it's just like as opposed to like a Matt Ryan or a Phillip Rivers. Um, yeah. And I do think that like every year now, like trying to pin that guy, like who can, you know, have like 60 yards and a rushing touchdown on top of like typical quarterback numbers is really like the cheat code, you know? Yeah. And I think the league is really working on protecting players, which is opening up the door to quarterbacks running more. Totally. Before it was, it was just get down. 
has really let uh, offensive coordinators coordinators uh, run their quarterbacks a lot more. Yeah, it's it's a great point, and I do think I am interested to see in years to come how this impacts drafting because again, like when you get a Lamar or you get a Kyler, I mean it's a game like it's a game changer. I mean, when you have a guy who can consistently, I mean, what's Kyler's per, per game average? 28, 27. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a running back and a quarterback in one. Right. Like, I mean, I feel I've even, yeah. I mean, his, his numbers are out. Like, I mean, I think, so I, I have a stat here that says that Kyler, there's only three guys in the league that are averaging 65 plus yards rushing and a touchdown a game. And it's Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Kyler Murray. That's it. That's the list, you know? Yeah, he scored a rushing touchdown or multiple in every game but one. So I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, that's nice. That's super nice. More. That's super nice. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm very curious to see, like, how, like, what this means for quarterbacks because I do feel – you know, everyone says, like, don't draft one, but then, like, you have a guy like Kyler, and it just it puts your – like your basement score at so much higher than everyone else's when you have that, you know? Yeah, it's, it is It is very nice to have, I will admit. Well, we won't get into the, the whole roster yet, Spears, because I do have, speaking of drafting well, uh, I'm going to give you a, a segment that everyone knows, everyone loves. Dan drafted Monte Ball in the first round. Uh, an all-time favorite here. Um, so we're going back a year. I was able to watch your video, by the way. Outstanding work. Thank you, Spears. You're, you are the, uh, so what should we call you? Like the, the executive producer or director, creative director? Like what do, you, what do you think is your title now? I feel like you got to have something after back-to-back years with a video. Uh, call me what you want, um, as long as it's champion. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I, have, I have fun doing it. And it's something that's fun um, to just go back and, and look on every once in a while. So I'm happy to do it year in and year out. So I, I hope to make it. As long as we're doing these drafts, I'm going to try and do a good video. So yeah, you uh, you did a great job, my man. So uh, and so in in the vein too, because you did the video from last year, I or I also felt like we should do a recent Dan drafted Monte Ball in the first round. So. This one is coming at you. This is so. This is 2019 draft year. So this is Scottsdale, Arizona. Wow, last year. Okay. Uh, the player is tight end. Uh, he had 14 games played with 53 targets. 34 of those resulted in a reception for 459 yards on the year. One receiving touchdown, and that's it. That 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 was his work. So a rough year for this particular player. He uh, he ended up that comes out to about three point eight fantasy points per game if you amortize that over sixteen games. So not really getting it done. A tight end by the name of OJ Howard. Uh, wow, anemic. Anemic. Anemic is exactly the word. For fun fun facts at home, his it's Oterius Jabari Howard is the full uh Oterius is where oh, that, that's fun. Did you look that up or did you know that? I did not know that. No, no, no. I, I was I, I was I was looking up his stats that I saw that it was Oterius, which is kinda cool, Oterius. That is kind of that, that's a yeah, it's a good 
different name there. It is. But who... So this player was drafted in the sixth round, was then subsequently let go five weeks later, so did not have a long stay on the squad. Who? Which owner drafted Oterius Jabari Howard in the sixth round? Damn. I know the owner... The owner that comes to mind, I know for sure, was on his roster now. You mentioned he was dropped, so I'm not sure if he was picked up or if he was drafted. Mm. Um, remind me how Monte Ball uh, in the first round goes. Do I get multiple choice? You you do not. This is straight off this the dome. Recall. Okay. Yep. So okay. give just walk with just walk us through those folks. That big brain of yours. Who who? What's popping in your mind there? Well, that's that. That's really that was all that was going on. At this time. <laughs> Ah, yes, you're right. He, uh, this yeah. is Alex Gertz. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Alex Gertz. Yeah, who picked him up after that? Great question. Uh, so, OJ Howard, interestingly enough, drafted uh, by Alex Gertz. And I, funny enough, Alex Gertz, if you remember, ripped Ian Imhoff for Hunter Henry. Hunter and, then, Henry. And, the, <laughs> and then he took OJ Howard. So, it's not really. Uh, so then. Then Ian Imhoff then went ahead and took OJ Howard. He had a nice. He had a cup of coffee with with OJ, uh, but it, it did not go anywhere. Was dropped. Yeah, I mean, he he elected to not go on a second date. Dropped him the next week, and then Gertz just just like the uh, the the girlfriend who the ex girl who can't get enough uh, added him the next week, and then familiar, comfortable. <laughs> then uh. Dropped him. The, he had him for one day and said, I can't do this to myself. Dropped him that next day. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> picked him up the next Wednesday. Uh, and then uh, dropped him the next Wednesday. The one day only had him for five hours. And then Joe decided to take a spell. Uh, then dropped him a day later. Joe, but even Joe couldn't finish it. Dropped him a day later, and then Gertz. Actually, Chris Gertz said, (laughs) "If my brother was there, I might as well see what's going on." (laughs) And then had him for a week, and then was never rostered again. So started with the Gertz and ended. That is, is, it was a Gertz sandwich, which is is no fun for anyone. So. Uh, that is the round of uh, Dan drafted Monte Ball in the first round. Well done, Spears. You really nailed it. So you pretty much you, you didn't really think of anyone else. It pretty much popped right to Gertz. No, I didn't remember that Joe or Chris rostered it, but I, it is funny that Gertz you picked him up and dropped it that many times. Oh man, Chris. He, yeah, Gertz just could not get enough of it. Uh, but that that's how that went. Uh. But anyway, so I thought that was a nice little, uh, nice little, little fun time. Everyone always enjoys Dan draft Monte Ball in the first round. But Spears, let's—I know we kind of gave you a little bit of a, a tease before, but let's just get into it. What everyone's here for—the rosterbation. Let's begin. Oh, is it, is it my time? It's your time. It's your time. All right. Where do you get, Where do you want to start? I mean, well, I feel like we had a nice. 
yeah, you we we covered. I feel like Kyler, he's a delight. We can be done with Kyler. Let's move on to the running back stack, huh? Let's do that. I mean, we talked about it on the pod. The your season really it changed when you got Alvin Kamara. So actually run us through that trade, honestly, because I feel like to to really do a thorough analysis, we have to start with that trade. Um, So Joe put out in the group me that he was was wanting to dish Kamara, so I immediately inquired, sent an application. Sure. uh, Really wanted him. And I had a couple players on my team, actually not a couple, just one. I was really looking to get rid of Todd Gurley. I mean, I did not think his touchdown percentage was going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. He has so far. He's, he's still doing really well. I think he's like the running back six, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I know it's been said many times on this podcast, he has arthritic knees. These bones and, right on top of each um, other. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to make a, 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 a... I'm trying to play the long game. Sure. I'm trying to win a, I'm trying to win a title. So Absolutely. I just don't feel like Todd's going to be so I was trying to get rid of him. Um, I I wanted Kamar really bad, so I me and Joe actually got on the phone, phone call. Wow, a phone day. call. Middle of the workday, say, Coach, let's get this done. We inked a deal, uh, and then that was that. I didn't want to see AJ Brown go, but I feel like I feel like I had a lot of wide receiver depth, so it was definitely worth it for Kamara. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be said. So, Joe, I have not been – I even remember making fun of Joe for drafting Todd Gurley in Scottsdale. I thought and, – and the thing is, is, like, he still has been a producing back. Again, like, I feel you, Spears. Like, is he going to be there in weeks 14 through 16? I don't know. But the guy still produces, man. Like, it's it's been really – like, I wouldn't have touched him with a 10-foot pole this year, but he's far better than Melvin Gordon, who I am just riding right now. So, yeah. I mean, he scores a lot of touchdowns. He He's does. He's touchdown dependent, though. So, you know, if that goes away, then the well kind of dries up. So, I, I got to say, his when he accidentally he accidentally scored a touchdown, he looked so old on that play. Like his body, like delightful for fantasy owners, though. Oh, I mean, Joe was playing me that week, so I and I watched that play, and I and he ended up. Be, and it was just a really bad, really tough to watch when you're going against it, but. Yeah, I mean, just brutal, just brutal, and like you could, it just, <laughs> I mean, he just looked so like, just like his bones and his muscles aren't as as tight as they used to be, and he just kind of tumbles in and oh, breaks your heart. But yeah, he uh, he has been scoring quite a bit, but yeah, and it, and it also has to be said, two Spears. I mean, your draft. I mean, to have because you still have a great wide receivers with Terry, Will Fuller, and Tyreek. Even Curtis Samuel's not a bad guy to have just floating around in there. Uh, but, I mean, you essentially had four startable, like, you know, wide receiver ones and twos. Like, not, really well done drafting, you know, on that. Thank you. Yeah, I was really fortunate. Um, you know, we've stayed healthy. And, yeah, the draft picks really panned out. I think the core starting five of my team I drafted. So... Um, Daryl Henderson gets thrown in there week to week. I think I picked him up on the one on the waiver wire, but uh, yeah, when when everyone's not on a buy, I think I've drafted most of my team. Yeah, and 
You're looking through it. I mean, uh, Josh Jacobs. What's what's your thought on Jacobs? He he started off hot. Is he? Are you are you nervous for him or what's going on exactly? Love the name. Uh, love the name. He's, right. my, he's my go-to guy. Like I just love him. He's probably. I mean, he's not the highest producing guy on my team with Kyler and Kamara, but I think he's still my favorite. Okay. He was my first. He was still my first round pick this year. Um, I love my team name. He's he's in the RB one category, but yep. he he is he's. I mean, he had that boom in week one, but other than that, he's kind of like a floor running back. Yep. Like he's, he just gets a ton of carries. John Gruden loves to use him near the end zone. Um, and I don't know. I, I just think he's pretty consistent. Other than, he's had a couple duds, but... But you're right. He has. He is just a guy. I mean, and, and Gruden's a guy, too, who, like, he doesn't really believe in a committee backfield and once he gets his horse he just rides him so uh like you said it's just nice to have a like he is nice in the sense it's nice to have a guy who you can just pencil in for 20 carries and the goal line touches i mean there's probably five backs in the league who have that claim you know yeah yeah the amount of opportunity that he gets is just like it's what you're looking for in fantasy in my opinion totally yeah um and then moving on, though, so you, I mean, obviously the Kamara. I mean, Kamara is just such a joy to watch on the field. I mean, I mean, first off, Drew Brees can't throw the ball twenty five yards in the air. So, like, he his, you know, you're good. His ability to, I mean, he just throws it to Kamara all the time. All the time he throws it to him. Yeah, I mean, he, he does check down the ball a lot. So, I mean, I feel like I've got in my quarterback. I've kind of got. Uh, yeah it's a great honestly i hadn't really thought of it but it's a great point spears i mean and for folks at home i just i'm just staring at it i mean his his point production 21.2 33.9 38.2 19.4 15.9 18.8 and 13.4 through nine weeks i mean that is just wow He's still the rb2 I mean, Dalvin Cook's a freak. But, I mean, that is just, I mean, when you have that, I mean, that is just unbelievable production, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. And made, yeah, made even more amazing that he he slid all the way down to nine. Tenth overall by Joe. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Number ten. Yeah. Didn't he have, like, a, he had a back issue and there was some contract dispute and people are so afraid of the Le'Veon. I certainly was. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the contract. But man, what a what a year for him. And now he's pretty much, you know, probably the best draft pick of the year. Yeah, I was, I was very grateful to see Joe let, let him go. So. Yeah. I'd love to have a guy like Dodger Squad. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I just hope he stays healthy. Yes, and then and then finally to wrap it up, I mean, wide receivers nice. I mean, scary Terry, Will Fuller, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, and and Tyreek, Tyreek the freak. I mean, that's those three guys are startable every week. Uh, and startable. Tyreek's the number one wide receiver, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy is a freak. I mean, he looks incredible. I mean, he's yeah. I, I again just solid production across the board. And uh, he's on the most electric, if I, if I may, here he's on the most electric offensive football. He's got Patrick Holmes, 
Uh, Houdini himself throwing him the ball. I yeah. Mean, oh, so nice. I mean, it's it's nice. There's there's no two ways around. You were looking to ship him though. Well, walk yeah, me I'm through. Still looking to ship him. He's on his buy this week. Anyone wants to give me ammo to use against Tom? Um, uh, doors are open. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm looking for a value deal here. So. I mean, I. How much ammo do you need? I mean, if you brought a squirt gun, I feel like you'd you'd take out Tom. To be honest, I don't know if we. <laughs> I, 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 this is the phrase that Tom keeps using, but I'm trying to just stay out of the mud. Yeah. Let's let's keep it above 100, 100 points, and uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't I don't really have a lot of wiggle room here. I'm sitting at four and five with four games left. I'm barely in the I'm in the eight, I'm in the last spot for the playoffs. Um, as we speak, so I gotta win some games, and you know, if I don't, if I just take Tom, take Tom lightly, uh, we could drop one. So it's a great point. Spoken, spoken like a like a thoughtful owner, like a thoughtful, disciplined owner. Yeah, I mean, we gotta win some games here. We're not in the playoffs yet, so if uh, someone's gonna, if Tyreek's not doing me any good on my bench this week, so yeah, I mean. There you go, and and you know I'm I'm looking at your team. The one the one soft spot is tight end. You know it's it's uh, so you know I mean Ebron's fine, but it's not like he's gonna make you feel warm and fuzzy late at night. Um, that, that's that's all he is. If he scores a tutty, great. If not, eh. right, exactly. So I mean, if anyone has a tight end that they're looking to dish, I know Waller perhaps could be a move. Um, but yeah, I I. Uh, Spears, I mean, and, and it's got to be said too, Spears, it's been, you were kind of in the doldrums of fantasy, maybe not getting a lot of respect, maybe you have an asterisk to your title, maybe you're not an actual champion, but you've really, you've really, uh, the past two years, semifinals appearances, I mean, you're knocking on the door for a title here. Yeah, put some respect on my name, I mean, we're out here grinding. You are. Uh um, Aside from my first year in fantasy, the years after that have been um, not so prosperous. <laughs> sure. So, you know, the overall win loss record is going to take a while to, to correct, <laughs> but we are certainly headed in the right direction here and now, and anything short of a title would be a disappointment. I get that feeling. And uh, I, may, I, I told folks, I feel like you've really eaten all of bill's fantasy knowledge like you were just like you just that you just took it you're like this is mine now and now bill's has no fantasy knowledge and you have all of his knowledge you know yeah you mentioned that earlier i love that analogy um bill i am the knowledge vampire so yep sorry bill i mean now now you're now you're last and spears is is knocking on the door of a title so uh i don't know what to tell you there but it's been it's been a, it's been fun to watch, and like you said, those spirits it it will be interesting. And this is just an interesting caveat on the league. I mean, we have you know both Gertzes who have scored pretty well. I mean, they're right in I think they're right middle of the pack, maybe even top half of the league. Let me see here. Uh, so yeah, literally right in the middle of the pack for points scored. Um, and then you have a guy like Tom, who you know and Tom and Dan who are in the bottom three and 
are Tom's obviously at six and three and Dan at five and four. I mean, it's going to be with points four. I mean, it's going to be a really interesting, no one's out of the water yet. You know, it's going to be a wild finish here. I think as it would, when we get down to it. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, years past, I haven't had points four going for me. So it's nice to be, you know, in the, in the top tier of points four this year. Um, but I got to get that record up. That's that's the first qualifier for the for the playoffs. Yeah. But it, it hurts to lose to a Dan team that scored 882 points on the year. Oh, uh, breaks your heart. That, 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 that is so tough. So... So let's take a look, Spears, at your record here. Do you know the your final your final weeks here? Oh yeah, I know. I know who I'm playing. This week I'm playing Tom. Then I got him off. Then I have Gertz. Then I've got Joe for a third time on the year to finish out the season. Wow! So you really wow, sweet man. You are locked in. You know your entire rest. In. Love this. Okay. Um. So man, this Tom game is huge. I mean, wow! Because if you—that's not an easy schedule. Imhoff, Gertz, and Joe. Yeah, I mean, uh, Imhoff's, Imhoff is Tom is Tom's a game I should win. You gotta win. This is like this is the equivalent of like the Browns are going to play the Texans this week. If the Browns want to make the playoffs, you gotta beat the Texans. If you want to make the playoffs, you gotta beat Tom. That's how I think yeah, about this, it. Th- th- this is a one and one free throw opportunity on the line. You gotta sink the first one. Right. That's before you can move on to that next one. That is a perfect analogy. And uh yeah, when you got I mean that that's not an easy slate down the road. So I, I definitely see why uh you're looking to deal Tyreek. I mean that makes sense, you know. Yeah, add some depth, you know. Yeah, I uh it's gonna be okay. Well, for folks who happen to listen to this pod, throw a deal out there. See if we can uh, see if you can make Spears tingle a little bit. You know, uh, well, Spears. And speaking of this too, uh, in monitoring the the fantasy year, one interesting trend that we, you and I both noticed was the waiver wire behavior this year. Um, so, for folks who might not have known, it definitely seems to be. Uh, a feast or famine approach to the waiver wire. And I was kind of curious, Spears, what your thoughts on that approach were. We know like your, how you go about it, but what do you think, what do you think about the, the strategies and, and what are your thoughts just over on waiver wire spending in general? What have you noticed so far? Yeah, it's kind of like we just briefly talked about this um, earlier, but it's kind of funny. It was kind of cool to see how, the trends in waiver wire spending go year from year or year to year. And a fun little nugget that we wish we had access to was to see like the highest dollar amount spent on a player year to year. I know we got $46 on Benny Snell this year. I don't know if that's the. Well, let's not forget Tom did spend $65 on Wayne Goldman. So that, that was, no, that was last year. That was last year. Oh my God. Okay. Forgot about that. Tom, that's, Bad. I mean, just bad. bad. I mean, we'll never. Bad. We'll. I mean, Benny Snell's also. I mean, Benny Snell's oh, not as bad. much, but at least Gallman, like, you know, Saquon's gone, so like he's the. I mean, it's still far too much to ever spend on one guy. But James Conner was still in the picture. Like, it's not like he had like a a, a season ending ACL. Season ending so. injury. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but aside from aside from that, it, it seems like this year people are either budgeting their money and, and stashing 
cashing it away for a rainy day or they're spending all of it. Yes. I think there's like kind of like two schools of thought there. Yeah, and that's... And, a, and anything in the middle, it's like, what are you doing? I agree. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems... Because, I mean, for folks at home, we have three people who have no money left, Tom and both Gertzes, and then we have then three other people who are below 20 bucks. So you have yourself, Imhoff, and Bennett. And then you have essentially seven, six other people who are 40 bucks and above. So it definitely seems that folks are either like, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to be just kind of like, like you said, stashing. It's a, it's pretty much like the debate of like, do you try and spend all your money early on to get the most value if you get a winner? Or it's like, hey, I'm just going to ride it through, grip my teeth and get to the playoffs. And then I'm going to really, you know, I'll get those guys at the final moments, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of dictated also by like where you're at in the season. Like if Great you, point. If you need to make some moves to make the playoffs, like you got to spend that money. But if you're in a nice spot where you won a lot of games early, then you can kind of budget that and save it away. And then when playoffs roll around, you don't have to worry about getting your guy. Like, you know you're going to get him, you know? There's no overspending when you have $70 like you, Kyle, has. Yeah, exactly. And and it will be interesting to see um, how the rest of the year goes because, I mean, there's still, you know, I mean, the trade deadline, we've got another two weeks here. Uh we got a lot of budget on. We got a lot of waiver wire. We have COVID is still rampant. I mean, it's this is going to be a true. I I think anyone except for Bill has a shot to win a title at this point. I really do. <laughs> yeah, anyone except for Bill, right, Bill? Sorry, Bill. Uh, I mean, you're sorry, too. Sorry, Bill. You're too insane. Bill's been riddled with injuries, but your team's bad. I mean, bad. I mean, like it's a. Uh, it's real dire. I mean, he's got to be thrilled that he has two wins because this could have been another. I mean, he has the, he has the potential. He ha, he would have had the potential to be zero and thirteen. So, uh, yeah, just a yeah, wasteland, a wasteland. Yeah, not great, Bill. Sorry, sorry, dude. I mean, David Moore. Wow. He. <laughs> David Moore starting is just dark. That is dark. It's not Gaskin went on IR. <laughs> I mean, it is just <laughs> when no, you're. Sorry, Bill. Oh, that's so rough. I mean, every year there's got to be one, and unfortunately, it's you this year. Bill has been on a Patriots players kick this year. Oh, he, he loves them. Like, he's had half their running backs. He's had a couple wide receivers. He's got Jacoby Myers now. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, are, are any Patriots players rosterable? No, no, they're not. And. <laughs> I, I, uh, I like I said. I, I, I always follow the Patriots closely, and they're they're terrible. I mean, if you they are so so bad. I mean, they didn't they. If the Jets get a first down last week in the fourth quarter, the Jets win that game. I mean, like they, uh, wow. And if you can't beat the Jets, I, I, it's I, it's poor, poor Bill Belichick, man. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, I can, without a doubt, I mean, I'm not sure if you heard, uh, so he went on Charlie Weiss's radio show and pretty much, like, blamed their season on salary cap issues, which is very unlike Belichick, and, um, yeah, I'm sure 
in his soul it bothers him so much that he couldn't take this squad and make them 11 and 5 or 10 and 6 you know uh i really think that part like his pride was like i can literally take any 52 players and make them a playoff team and i just don't think that's the case you know tom brady was able to paper over a lot of their mistakes you know yeah not great but what's their record this year or, uh... i believe they are two and let me see i think they're two and seven perhaps three and five three and five, three and five. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they most likely will not be in the playoffs. But, yeah, Bill, sorry sorry for your luck, my man. It happens to everyone. Uh, Godspeed to you, fella. Yeah, try again next year. Yep, that's all you can do. Uh, well, Spears, I, uh, I feel like that's pretty much covered all our topics. Are there any other uh, thoughts or things you wanted to share for the league, things you want folks to be aware of? Yeah, uh, it's of been course. A long time coming. Had, had to get that out. I mean, they're so nice. <laughs> they're not. If I, if I, dude, if I don't make the playoffs, it's gonna be a tragedy. Like Spears, I gotta maybe, sit. Maybe, maybe the greatest team ever to not make the playoffs. Very possible if you don't. I mean, it's uh, I uh, what what's funny is like, and it, honestly, it's just like you just want to get to the playoffs. You know, like you just want to play in week fourteen. Like obviously, you want to win it all, but. At three weeks of no of like everyone else playing fantasy and you're not just sucks. Like you just want to be there in week fourteen. Just just get you just you just want a shot. You know that's all you want. Yeah, I just want to play some ball, coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dang. I mean, one game at a time. We gotta take it one game at a time until we get there. So we'll see what we'll see what shakes out. Amen, brother. Um. Yeah, well, you got a great squad. You you got a great mind, and you're I'm sure no one I know I don't want to see you in the first round. So, uh, you know, may, may the chips fall where they may. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what shakes out. But um, if you if you see me in the first round, you're in trouble. Amen. Hey, and uh, also I wanted to quick question. Do you uh? If you weren't to win the title, who is the one owner you would want to see win it? Just just one last question before we call it. Uh, if I was not the one to win it, yes, like you're you're you cannot say yourself. Um, I think I think Imhoff would be a fun winner. Yep. A little. He wasn't last last year, but he was he was the previous year. A little worst of first action. He hasn't he doesn't have one yet, so. I think Ian would be a good winner. Okay, I agree. I'd also like to see where Ian picks, too. Where would you pick? Do you have any thoughts? Um, we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. We're going to see, see Fair enough. if we get there. Fair enough. Smart. You don't want to uh, you don't put yeah, bad juju on it. We're not, we're not planning for Disney World yet. Right. Great point. Great point, Coach. You're, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> okay. Well, my man, uh, unless you have anything else, I'd say we can call it. Of course, it's my dude. Fun to be on here. Yep. It's hey, thanks for hopping on. Uh, and for folks 
Uh, Joe, I saw on the group me, I do have not been reaching out to people, but Joe, if you want to come on the pod, you're obviously more than welcome. We can set that up. I just, I, I Spears, you know, like I, uh, you said you just wanted to come on and talk your, talk your truth. So, uh, if anyone else wants to come on, just shoot me a text and we can get this, keep this content train rolling. Hey, man. Well, hey, Spears, it was great talking. Good luck to you this weekend. And good luck to you moving forward, and I hope I don't see you in the first round. It's been a pleasure, my man. Take it easy. Yep, you too. Peace.